Welcome to the Strength in Business podcast, which is all about maximizing your impact by implementing a powerful marketing system that will help you perform at your highest level. And now, here is your host, Chris Rock. Welcome to a new marketing session at Strength in Business. My name is Chris Rock and welcome back to the sixth part of the Small Business Owner series that are started recently. In the previous months, I covered the topics of social media. I talked about Facebook advertising, email marketing, Amazon Kindle, and life events. That is, if you're a small business owner, how you can deploy these marketing vehicles to get more business, to get in front of the right people and grow your company. Now, today, I'd like to talk to you about the real power of Twitter for your business. And it has nothing to do with mass marketing. And it's not about sending out a bunch of tweets or celebrating likes and levels of engagement. It goes beyond that. And I'm going to share a few tips with you. So today, my main focus is going to be Twitter. And I'm going to talk to you about how to harness this particular social platform to get more of the right clients coming to your door and purchasing from you. Now, for those of you uh, who want to have a written format, just to point out, this is the podcast that goes along with the very same blog post. For, for those of you who want to hop over to the blog, so that's strength in business uh, slash forward slash blog, and uh, then you can have the written format as well. Other than that, that lay back and we're going to talk today about Twitter. Now, why invest your precious time on Twitter when you have Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube where you can reach way more people and eventually generate higher levels of attention? You see, the majority of small business owners don't fully understand the power of Twitter. Furthermore, they haven't come to terms with the fact that over the past few years, Twitter has evolved, and with that, the tweets and conversations on this channel. It's no longer about what you have had for lunch or dinner. And if you miss those kinds of stories and conversations, though, you'll have to switch to Instagram, Snapchat, or Facebook, because you'll definitely find them there. So let's come back to Twitter. Bridging the gap between your Twitter feed and the offline world. I've been active on Twitter for several years now, since uh, 2011 to be more precise. I tried all kinds of marketing strategies and tactics. I listened to Twitter experts from across the globe and I applied their teachings because I'm big into implementations. Uh, I read several articles, blog posts, and books about quote unquote, doing it the right way on Twitter. I watched videos, listened to podcasts about Twitter and marketing and all that. Now, while everybody is tooting the horn about the importance of sending out vast amounts of daily tweets, getting likes and followers, starting all kinds of conversations to increase engagement, very few people actually talk about what I'm going to share with you today here. Now, let me break the ice for you straight away. Twitter is a phenomenal tool because it enables you to turn online connections into real world business relationships and friendships. Now, unlike LinkedIn, where a professional obligation is implied 
or Facebook where you might receive messages from people who can hardly put together two sentences. Yes, it happens on a daily basis to me. Twitter, unlike that, Twitter is a place where you can easily cross between professional and personal experiences without suddenly being unfollowed or considered weird. You see, on Twitter, the professional and personal worlds mold together harmoniously, allowing users to connect more meaningful by building strategic alliances and retweeting each other's stories, doing live streams together, or catching up over a cup of coffee when visiting nearby locations. So how do you do that? How do you actually uh, take people from an online connection, drag them over to offline, uh, build meaningful relationships, business relationships, and yes, even friendships? Here are three tips to driving offline relationships from Twitter. Here's how you can deploy this amazing tool to take those valuable online connections and transform them into real world relationships. Tip number one, use direct messages to start a conversation. Now, one of the most valuable assets yet so underutilized or very poorly used or utilized is Twitter's inbox. Every time somebody sends you a direct message, the opportunity to build a deeper connection arises. Now, obviously, I'm excluding all those DMs that include an invite to sign up to a random email list or a link to follow the sender on some other channel, which is kind of super weird. I mean, I'm on Twitter. I want to stay on Twitter. Don't send me some direct messages connecting on Instagram, on Snapchat. Continue the conversation on Twitter. So I'm not referring to those. What I'm referring is, I'm referring to those direct messages where people show a genuine interest to getting to know you better. Use DMs wisely. Answer to those who ask you personalized questions and ignore bulk messages that are sent out by automation tools. Now, this might be contrary to what everyone else says, but this is by far the best experience that I had since 2011. That is disregarding bulk images and answering to personalized questions. Always wanted to start a one-on-one conversation with a user that keeps coming up in your feed and promotes your tweets regularly? Great. Reach out to them via ADM on Twitter. This is exactly how world-renowned brand building expert Denise Leon reached out to me a few years ago. She sent a direct message on Twitter. It was super personalized, super nice, and we connected. We connected actually instantly. And since then, she's been a guest speaker on my podcast. I invited her as an expert guest on my Strength in Business Academy, which is an exclusive membership where I teach small business owners to run Facebook advertising and Facebook ads and Instagram ads that actually get results, not some stupid likes and, and, and alike. Um, so this is what I managed to do by DMs, by being genuine, uh, by um, doing uh, something completely different than what everybody else is doing. So tip number one, use direct messages to start a conversation and use them wisely. Second tip, build strategic partnerships. Now, who said you can't use Twitter to connect with small business owners from other industries? 
Ever considered using this tool to reaching out to those who serve the same audience you do? Unfortunately, the majority of users stay in their own lane. They remain stuck in their own industry, obsessing over their perceived competitors' tactics and becoming totally blind to great business solutions that are happening left and right. Look what other industries that are serving your ideal clientele are tweeting about. I mean, what's triggering interest? What is perceived and rele- as relevant and what not? Be open to learning and implementing best practices from other industries, from other countries, from other business and company types. Cooperate with A, B, and C Twitter players from other markets to leverage their strengths, the competences that they have, the systems that they use and deploy, the insights that they have, and the experiences that have they, they have built over years of hard work. You see, the collective power is available to all who choose to combine, not separate. So my tip number two was use Twitter to build strategic partnerships. Tip number three, goes beyond Twitter, and that is organize offline events and workshops together, meaning with people you connected with on Twitter. Now, this third tip builds on the previous two. Obviously, you can jump from tip one to three or skip the previous steps altogether if you're a master relationship builder. Now, I'm a huge proponent of offline events as there's nothing more powerful than having a genuine conversation with somebody in person. Aside, of course, from the business and sales advantages that come from encounters with a large audience of like-minded people. Again, it doesn't have to be 100 people. Uh, You can start workshops with 10 people or or 20 people. However, there's nothing beats uh, one-on-one conversation um, with somebody in person. Now, there are plentiful of options as to how to best deploy and best accomplish organizing events with small business owners from other industries or being invited as a guest speaker to one of the local workshops or seminars. It all comes down to using Twitter with a clear goal and purpose in mind, one that goes beyond followers, likes, and engagement. Because if you do what everyone else does on Twitter, you'll end up getting the very same results everyone else does, which isn't a lot. Okay, so let me recap those um, three tips for you. Use direct messages and use them wisely. So use direct messages wisely to start a conversation. Don't do automation tools and ask people to follow you on some other social channel. They're on Twitter. Start a conversation and keep it on Twitter. So use direct messages to start a conversation. Second of all, use Twitter to build strategic partnerships because it's super powerful. Don't stay in your lane. Get out of your lane. Uh, Look at what industries are doing that are serving your very same um, clientele. Connect with them, uh, build uh, relationships, and uh, take it from there. And number three, organize offline events and workshops together. So connect, build strategic uh, uh, relationships, long-lasting relationships, don't be short-sighted, and then take them from online to offline. Of course, you can go back and forth, uh, but um, yeah, that would be tip number three. Social media fosters real-world relationships. Let's talk about that. Now, I focused my message today on Twitter, trying to convey to you the amazing power of this 
quote unquote free social media channel. But uh, the reality is that LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and every other channel, whether online or offline, can be used to, to build long-lasting relationships if you come from a good place, you're not short-sighted, okay, because we're talking about the marathon, and you're willing to be vulnerable and reveal your true self. Yes, you need to understand the platform you're choosing to interact and do business on. You must understand the guidelines, the unspoken rules and policies, which differ from channel to channel, the behaviors that govern that particular ecosystem. You see, on LinkedIn, you behave differently than on Twitter. On Snapchat, again, totally different than uh, you would on LinkedIn or, or, um, or Twitter, for example. So you need to be aware of all these aspects. Ignoring and disrespecting them will get you into trouble. Another aspect of the cyberspace that gets very little consideration, unfortunately. Now, while putting our attention onto articles that write about social media destroying real-world relationships, we forget how much good these networking instruments and platforms have done for us, how they have changed and shaped the way we communicate in today's world, the benefits we have gained worldwide as business owners and overall users. It's only a matter of a few clicks and you can hang out with people, you can connect with people and business owners from other parts of the world without paying a single penny. Now. That is amazing, right? And just because we don't understand how to deploy Twitter, we don't understand how to deploy LinkedIn correctly or Snapchat and how to harness their amazing powers doesn't mean that there are bad or worthless marketing and communication channels. It's our job to continuously educate ourselves and stop complaining about the current state of the internet because this is the current state of the internet. So I'm done with my rant and over to you. How do you leverage Twitter to gain more business and build real world relationships? Send me a tweet at Chris Rock and let me know how you're using this amazing tool, how you're using Twitter to get more customers and to get more business, and more importantly, to build those long lasting relationships. And why not even friendships off of Twitter. Now, I'd like to end this session and leave you with the following thought, something that I already uh, mentioned uh, in my rant here. If you do what everyone else does on Twitter, you'll end up getting the very same results everyone else does, which isn't a lot. Thanks for listening. Thank you for your loyalty. I'll catch up with you in the next episode. Happy marketing and remember to always play to your strengths. Thank you for listening to the Strength in Business podcast. Submit your questions on strengthinbusiness.com and follow Chris on Twitter at Chris Rock. That's K-R-I-S-Z-R-O-K-K. -K.